Now, what happened to your little social media page, bad news, man? Hmm? See, I got one of my little smart buddies here. Yeah, they nuke your page. Why? Because you haven't answered my challenge yet. I came to your house and I whooped your ass. I showed it. And that's why I went ahead and flagged your goddamn little precious Instagram page. What the hell is an Instagram page? I don't even know what that is. But oh, Larry, Larry got your attention now. So this week at WrestleMania weekend, I still challenge you to a Texas death match. Now, I said bull rope match, but I'm pretty sure you ain't man enough for that. So I guess we're going to have a nice little Texas death match, will you? So that's what Larry Larry is going to say, and I'm because I'm the most rudeness tuneless cowboy. Fuck your feelings, Vaughn. Yeah, I think we're pretty decent. I hey, how's it going? It's Bad News Vaughn. I'm here with Nancy Leroy. How's it going, Nancy Leroy? It's going good. Back at an answer the concert. I think uh, after a night of I think uh Belt Guy's gonna be join joining us a little bit later on. But I wanna um do a response to Mr. Larry Larry. Apparently this old fart had broke into my goddamn recording studio. And challenged me to a fucking match. First, he snuck me. I don't know if you know this, uh, Leroy. This man whipped me with a fucking pistol and then had the nerve to tell me to help me. He helped me up. He didn't say get up. He might have said get up, but he helped me up. I was already unconscious from that. So, me trying to come to this motherfucker, this old bastard, gonna hit me with a lariat. Now, that shit feel like a goddamn semi truck. But. This old fuck had got in my goddamn um, podcast uh, station and cut a fucking promo and left it here for me to play it. So, Mr. Lariat, WrestleMania weekend, you, you challenging me to a Texas bull rope with deathmatch, whatever the fuck you call it, whatever? Challenge accepted, man. You know, it's going to be live on Twitch tomorrow. I challenge you, or you challenge me, I accept your challenge, whatever the fuck it is. We're going to have ourselves a good old Texas death match. Wait a minute. It's going to be in Tampa? No, it's not going to be in Tampa, Leroy. I said Twitch. Uh, Twitch, Florida. No. Okay. <laughs> it's going to be Twitch, Florida. Part of WrestleMania weekend. You got old Vaughn out of here. You got to dust his old MMA gloves off. You got to go ahead and now teach this old, this old fart. You know how to respect the young bucks, but besides that, man, let's talk about Tampa, bro. What, what's what's good? What's going on in Tampa? I see my boy Tommy Vendetta and Jack Price doing a fucking thing with the chitty chitty bang bang bitch on the goddamn on a like I think it's like a storage bin or whatever. 
one of them like industrial storage bins with a semi truck, the chitty chitty bang bang off that into like a herd of people. A shout out to the DTA well, off fucking I'm day. To, I'm supposed to be live in Tampa, but I can't get a fucking ride because everybody got packed up. So what's what's going on with that? You're gonna be there or no? Or are you gonna to stay here in Atlanta or? Have to stay here. Oh man, I'm sorry, bro. I know it's it's a killer, bro. But hey, you should probably try to uh go to T T S uh, T O S with me in June. I'm gonna have to do that. Yeah, it's I'm, my birthday month, so. Oh, oh, that's better. Hey, um, I believe you made your debut last year during that time, right? Mm-hmm. In July. Yeah. Okay. All right. You think, you think it's like a maybe like a one year anniversary GCW may do um, to bring that nasty man over there? Yeah, I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna actually get booked again before that, and then I want to be booked on my birthday. Okay. So, yeah, I'm that'd be kind of cool, especially for Brianna wrestling. Honestly, Leroy, let's just say this: I know there's something I can't really say as much. I, I did sign a contract with somewhere, but I can't say where. At this moment in time, just look out for it. But I can't do professional wrestling um, on the side. And I am looking to do my pro wrestling debut probably in the fall, to be honest with you. Um, I don't know okay. where. I mean, most likely. I mean, I want to do what Nolan did. I mean, Nolan, he's the only success. I, 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 I might get heat, okay? So besides Tommy Vendetta and Jack Price going out to uh, Tampa and doing the fucking thing. And I'm, I'm excluding Aaron O'Ryan because he showed up on WWE, and he was the Super Kicks King of the Six champion in Canada. What about that guy that's an AEW, uh, a big ass guy? Um, I'm talking about Flint, Michigan in general. I'm not talking about nobody in, in from Detroit or anything like that. Um, um, I'm talking from Flint, right? The big guy. What big guy? The big what guy that be with uh, um. Oh, oh, Carm. You're talking about Carm. And Raheem, yeah. yeah, Raheem's doing so. Okay, all right, all right I take that back. Raheem, originally from Pure Pro Wrestling Academy, doing big things. You know, he's he signed with Impact. Then you got Nolan. Secondly, he's doing big things. Moved out of Michigan, doing things for GCW. Uh, I, I guess we got to level him as a deathmatch wrestler. You know, like I, nah, you just you just you know on. Well, yeah, I know, but he's me. he's doing death matches right now. I know Nolan can do it all. I I've been in the ring with Nolan. I, I trained yeah. him on it. He can do it all. But, yeah, he, he, but he's succeeding in deathmatch wrestling at the moment. You know, he's doing real good. I don't know how his match told, went. With, I told uh, him, man, I, I would have I loved to do a deathmatch, but, you know, my medical condition can't let me do it. And I would have probably would have done one with him. So, you know, him and a couple other guys, especially Jimmy Lloyd. I but, tell you uh, this. We, uh, we had a good – we had a good, we had a good uh, talk. Uh, at New South, and we, 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 I think we get along more than anybody. Oh, don't, I'm not saying that we don't make anybody else get along, but I think we have become real fast friends because we have a similar background. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been in, he's been in orphans and foster care and group homes. Like, See, I've been that in I didn't homes. know about till like, till I watched GCW. I thought it was a gimmick, and then you said it so. Now I know it's 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 real. Yeah, yeah his, his his is the dirty orphan gang and like 
you know, I, I was I was saying that at a joke, but I was like, nah, for real. Uh, I came from an orphan life too, so I didn't get adopted to my in my uh, teens. I moved down to Atlanta around probably like 15, 14. Mm-hmm. Now, and I was like too early, like 2003, 2004. He didn't move to where he moved into, he said like in the teens too. So, you know, right. we have both same paths of, we got into wrestling and, you know, a lot of people, like that. and he went back. Um, a lot of people don't he know, went, knowing a previous gimmick that he used to wear face paint. Um, to his matches, he was a uh, kind. Of, he had a psychotic gimmick. I guess I should have known right then and there that he was gonna do some hardcore shit. But you know, it was like Molly. You know, like our our federation is PG, so there's only much you can do. So, but they did this really good storyline where just Norland just he be, he's feuding with the head trainer, he beats him up, whatever. He comes out, cuts this amazing promo, and then he starts a feud with Tommy Vendetta. And then the trainer that has this, I told you about this uh, program. They got a kids program. And the kids had did a match. I think they did like a tag team match, whatever like that. And the trainer was a, um, was the special guest referee. And on cue, like after the match is over with, on cue, Nolan Edwards come out. And he's all face painted, shredded uh, uh, jackets. He Now he makes his own ring gear himself. Shredded, um, you know, ring gear, whatever like that. He's walking in the ring, all face painted, uh, jack, uh, cackling like Jacqueline Hyde. The kids is terrified. They're running behind uh, Xavier Justice. Xavier Justice strips down um, to his uh, 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 tights, whatever. And, you know, it was an amazing match. I was there for that. Uh, I think I I was doing security. <laughs> I remember that. That was, that was uh, I almost threw somebody out that night. Now remember, I, I can tell you this because, um, because I had to go back because I because I was pissed. You know my temper, Leroy. So yeah. to piss me off, it's really easy to piss me off at a wrestling show. So so I picked this dude up, sat him down, told him you you're cut off. I see a fucking beer. You getting full Nelson? You getting the fuck out of here? And then his boy was like, all right, all right, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He kept apologizing. I'm like, so I, I stormed the back, and this guy named Daryl. And um, I go, hey, man, I'm going to throw these fucking idiots out. He goes, give him a warning. I already gave him a fucking warning as well while walking away. And Nolan, you can hear him like, beat him up, Vaughn. <laughs> so, <laughs> Nolan, yeah, Nolan's funny, yeah. bro. I fucking told that story. He fucking, he's like, I love that story. You know, uh, no, there's, a, there's a couple of stories with me and Nolan, honestly. Um, there's one where he's actually in the ring cleaning the ring. And shit, and uh, I remember this. It made him laugh so hard. Um, <laughs> so he's cleaning the ring, and I just happened to walk back. I, I think we were like getting the apron, like um, put on the ring, whatever, like that. He's mopping the ring and shit, and I go, I go, hmm, hmm, that smells like the good shit. <laughs> this man started dying. <laughs> so next time you talk to him, ask him about that. Uh, me walking down the aisle and um, getting close to the ring and yelling, this smell like the good shit. And he started, like, just losing his mind. I, I, uh, I will definitely tell him that, you know. Yeah. I also want to bring this to the, um, to, to the, uh, since we're talking about Nolan. Well, my, um, 
my interaction with Nolan the first time was at an action wrestling show mm-hmm. down down the street from me from um, in a town called Tyrone. Mm-hmm. So I met him and we was hitting it off. I just was like, you like, oh man, where you from? I'm like, I'm from Philly. But he was like, yeah, you don't seem like you're from Atlanta. I was like, I'm not. Uh, I was one of those kids that traveled a lot. I right, talk about my whole background. Yeah. I talk about how I got in trouble and that, you know, I was in a juvenile relocation program. If I got in trouble, I would be moved to another school, another family too. So, and we talk about that. And like, we was like, oh man, we got the same kind of background. And we just clicked from there. And then actually, I'm in uh, one of his promos uh, for like him and, him and Epi. So if you ever go to his page, and he, I think he sent it to the promotion too. Mm-hmm. If we go to his page, we do a quick little promo where Effie comes in there and he's just fucking shooting at Effie does, doing the promo Effie does. And I'm just sitting there quiet. I'm not even saying nothing. I'm like silent. Right. And and so I, he says, he says, so I can't ruin it, but... I'm quiet, and it's like that was that was kind of hard for me. So I had to really challenge the quietness. I'm a quiet. No, I'm not. I'm a talkative kind of guy, but also I can be quiet, but only for so long. Right, right. So um, you know, if anybody wants to check that match out, you I mean check that promo again. I know. Um, so in promo class with Nolan, he was the guy. Uh, I might have to post a picture, but uh, <laughs> my daughter was sitting on the ring here. I'm, I'm, I think I, I think I told you this before. Um, he um happened to record have the camera. He was sitting on a chair, and um, uh, this guy, his name is Michael Brown, or I forgot his name, uh, Dennis Knight, something like that. It's uh, forgot his uh ring name. Sorry about that. But um, he um, he has to go in there and cuss a promo. Hold on, hold on. Are, are we recording? We are recording. All right, it's the bell guy here, man. I'm gonna interrupt real quick. I only interrupt for important shit, man. This is this is really important. Our man DMX is dead, bro, at the age of fifty. Really? It was not capping. Nah, it's no cap today, man. I had to make some phone calls and stuff to people that I know that stay in New York and stuff. And you know, it's like, yeah, that's uh that's what the word is. There's some people that's uh gathering out there for a candlelight vigil outside of the hospital. And stuff, so it's kind of it's kind of heavy. That shit's kind. Mm-hmm. My God, um, that prayers for the DMX family, and that that is some sad news. And um, because X, X, X was definitely a major foothold, not only in the music scene, but I mean, you know, he also was a man. He, he also was the man in uh, one of your favorite games. Uh, the, yeah, uh, that's what I was just about to say. Um, so. I, uh, fans of the 810 podcast, um, I want you guys, this is what I want you to do. If you got a copy of Def Jam Vendetta, the first one, I want you to go out there, get get that copy of Def Jam Vendetta, and play play some hours as DMX, man. Show some respect. Show some love for the legend, man. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm glad, like, X, like, you know, before he passed, Flowers are starting to be given to X because he was, you know, dude, dude had a dude had a crazy presence, and uh, his albums like he and Nelly, Eminem, a few people who uh you know cracked almost going diamond, went diamond or cracked almost going diamond on their first two albums. I believe X sold close to eight nine million records on his first album, 
and uh, his, his follow-up did like seven million. I want to say multi-platinum album and stuff. Touching Diamond would be ten million albums sold worldwide. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's bananas because you know when you have guys with larger than life personalities, like you know, think about like uh, uh oh, okay, let, let's make this the equivalent of a, a wrestling thing. Remember the night my Ultimate Warrior was awarded the Hall of Fame. He came on Monday Night Raw the next night, gave a legendary promo, and then the next day he's dead. This yes. is the equivalent of that because the Ultimate Warrior and DMX both had personalities that were larger than life, so it doesn't seem real that these guys would be dead or would pass away because of their presence and the presence that they hold. They held. It just makes them seem immortal. Right, I agree. Uh, it's, it's wild. It's wild, man. It's crazy. DMX has passed away, bro. Fifty years old. We've lost. We've lost a lot of like, you know, not not to single out, you know, certain particular race, but as you know, black men, we've, we've lost a lot of good, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know. I guess I, what, what would we call them? Like, think about we lost Shad Gaspar. You know, we lost. Uh, we lost Nipsey Hussle, Chadwick Boseman, you know, DMX, Kobe Bryant, uh, you know, a few other people and stuff, man. Think about the impacts and, like, how they how they shaped, you know, the different ways, like, black men are viewed, you know, as far as, like, being put in a box of uh, what we are. And it goes to something that we touched on that we were demanding from the pro wrestling industry last week, and that's just showing some depth and some variety as far as personalities and character and identities for you know people of color who wrestle right. you know it's just wild man wild stuff bro uh, you, know, you know what else is wild ladies and gentlemen what is wild fuck you fry daddy oh my son Nothing, nothing changes about that. Spry Daddy, I woke up this morning with hate filled in my heart. And you know how I brush my teeth? I brush my boots to the gun club. Bitch. So there's nothing that gets me off hard, harder than watching Fry Daddy lose. So if everybody can just give a round of applause to the Fry Daddy for living up to everybody's great expectations. He dropped ass quicker than Lil Nas X in his new video. Oh, my God. Yo. <laughs> Oh my God! Um, Disrespect as usual. This is all I gotta say. Somebody book this match between the Bell God and Fry Daddy, okay? So this what? match needs to happen. For what? For what? Maybe maybe Fry Daddy can teach with fucking um team with uh fucking old bastard Larry Lariat. Book a match between Fry Daddy and the Bell God. We already know how that ends. This phenomenal drop kick who haven't been in somebody in the, been in the ring. I don't know. You know what? How about you do a drop kick? I seen that barrel roll that you did that was circulating in the, on the internet. You Wait want to a minute. Yeah, let's that? talk about that. Leroy, what What was that? <laughs> you did a barrel roll, the sexy roll. Like, he did a barrel roll into a, the sexy boy pose. And the thing is, he, he had to do that because he definitely rolled out the ring. On some Titus O'Neil shit. <laughs> I think Johnny Pice tried his best not to laugh. <laughs> the thing is, is that while he's sitting over here, my legendary dropkick, we need to talk about that legendary barrel roll they did. 
Yo, yo, He got up so serious too. He got up so serious. I was trying to crack myself up, okay? Yo, you know what? He almost did. Who was it? Was it Nikki Bella or Brie Bella who botched that fucking suicide dive that time? Almost broke her fucking neck. <laughs> Leroy almost did a damn Bella twin and fucking rolled oh, out the ring and fucking. Jesus. You mean those Hall of Famers? We gotta, we gotta call them Hall of Famers now. Hey, I mean, you know, that's what happens when you got some legendary walls like that, boy. You know, you got. <laughs> I, I'm gonna call it what it is. As a matter of fact, oh, it's oh, shit. Listen, okay? The Bellas have not contributed anything. Jesus! Well, I gotta get you. Okay, okay. So you saying that, but what's your total thoughts? That's your total thoughts? My total thoughts? You want to hear my total thoughts? On on a Hall of Fame uh, induction. Okay, the Bellatonists had as many title reigns, useless title reigns, as John Cena did. Okay? As a matter of fact, the only reason that John Cena did have a lot of useless title reigns, he really did. Um, The only reason the Bellas actually had title reigns is because they had more matches behind the scenes than they did on TV. You know what I'm saying? And hey, the thing is is that uh, the rack attack was shown way before <laughs> behind closed doors <laughs> before it even made it. You know, the thing is, is like, I know how Twin Magic got on uh, got into the Hall of Fame. Go ahead and get that disclaimer going, uh, Leroy. <laughs> I know you want to say it's too late. Did you see? Did you see how happy Nikki Bella was to finally get a ring? Oh, oh she already got a God. ring. Hey, shit, it wasn't from the. Hey, it wasn't from the ring. Hey, it wasn't from who she wanted. Shit. <laughs> oh. Okay, oh, I gotta shit. say this going in. I gotta say this going in. This is not even. This not even a PSA. This is. Bell guy can say this because he's not in the industry as he calls it. So he can he go in. He can no, go no, in. No, I, I can go in because it's the fucking truth. Okay. The thing. Yeah, is, but you know you get eat for that, brother. You know that. You know that. I can, I can eat for that. Okay. Not like, you, but I, you know people in the industry. Okay, people in the industry get heat for that for telling the truth. Okay, then. So if you if anybody wants to prove me wrong, somebody give me a five star Bella match. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. There's one on YouTube somewhere on 2K uh, 15, 16, oh, 17, no, 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 no. You're right. You're right. There are there are five star matches with Brie Bella or Nikki Bella where her tit was showing on fucking TV when they did that promo. That was a five star match. Jesus. Yo. I, I never <laughs> seen, I never seen a lock up like that. Wow. Yep, this this definitely is not gonna get you in the top of me. Yo, oh my God. God came in here <laughs> on right fire. Yeah, that's not gonna get you said. I hope he don't listen to this podcast. Larry, <laughs> quit worrying about who listened to what. Where where did Bill God go? <laughs> the fucking Bill God go. Where did he go? He just did a mic drop and just left. He did a mic drop and just ended up leaving. <laughs> that's ah, that's funny. All right, folks. We're, uh, yeah, that's that quick. We have to go on commercial break. Peace. We'll be right back. All right. Welcome back to the 810 Pro Wrestling Podcast. And I'm here with Nasty Leroy. 
And the belt guy was here. He just did a mic drop and just ended up walking away. And that's that. That was kind of epic. Walking away. Like, I mean, he is like, right. I, there is no. Well, uh, I'm not gonna comment on it, but I, he ain't wrong. So. Yeah, he's very he's he's very much not wrong. He's very much right. And I gotta agree with him. There is not. But you know what? To, to know what after he dropped that pipe bomb, I'm gonna play that advocate for this. Uh-oh. And this is uh, the shout out to my shout out to shout out to the Deborah's advocate of the Drop Jet Podcast. Show. God damn it, always... Leroy! Quit name dropping them fuckers. <laughs> all right, all right. I won't, I won't name drop them no more. But I have to say this: he's always like. He's always what they did for the world, what they what they did for the outside world, and what they brought to people that never caught watching wrestling. But uh, bringing the show total divas and and uh and then later on total battles, but I guess you can kind of to- totally yeah total totally battles boobies. Is, total total battles is more of an influence because it's more of a you know it's on E it's it's on more Wait, of a, is that uh, show still on? on? Nah, I think he's going off. Oh, okay. I'm like, because Nikki Bella had kids. Well, Brie, Brie yeah, 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 I think he's going off. I think they like like the six or seven episode, or six or seven season or whatever. Okay. I don't know. I, yeah. So, what I I think I think what uh what a lot of my friends will comment, and I won't name drop no more, but a lot of my friends will be like, they did some stuff for the industry. They did stuff for the wrestling world for like. For, for playing devil's advocate, you know, you're having people that don't normally call watching wrestling, you know, put it on E and then, you know, their influence. I'll tell you one influence who got influence who wanted to be a wrestler. It's the, uh, it's, uh, my former, former train partner now doing her thing on TV. I'm not gonna name drop, but you know, she was influenced by Nikki Bella and stuff. And well, that was the first person when I said, Who's your favorite wrestler? She said, Hey, Nikki Bella. And is, I, wait, I wait, wait, wait. Is this somebody that been on this podcast before? Nope. Nope. Because they don't. Yeah. Ain't, ain't nobody ever said that in life. Uh huh. Oh. Uh, Ron don't want me to name drop, but she's been on this podcast. Wait, wait. If she's been on the podcast, the name drop. Exactly. <laughs> okay. All right, Royal. I knew who you were talking about. I, I I would love to hear that from Royal's mouth. I do not believe that the Bellas are the reason why she wrestles. You know what? Hey, I I I I'll I'll put. Wait, I I lost word. I'm trying words, but I what I was gonna say is pretty soon we might have Royal coming on here. Pretty soon she wants to come back on the mean? podcast, and we will ask her that. Are you? Is, was that a Budweiser you're drinking? Um. I'm drinking some. What the fuck am I drinking? I'm drinking some tequila sunrise. But I know Anna G said that to me. Oh, Leroy's like drinking. Oh, Leroy drinking. What are you drinking, Leroy? Oh, uh, meal. Cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> He's on that slack diet. <laughs> Signing up, I'm, I'm signing up for my classes for wrestling school right now, and they asked me, they're gonna give, they're gonna give me free uh, hoodies and free pants, 
Ask me about my size. I don't know about that. <laughs> what size are you okay, wearing? That's so pretty listen, I, I'll, I'll say, I, oh, hold on. I'm going to say something nice about the Bella Twins, okay? Uh-oh. I'm, go, I'm going to say something nice. The Bella Twins Great actually did something <laughs> that I never thought could happen. They went and they hijacked a whole division based upon their affiliation. And they even pimped out their mother to put a foothold in the WWE. Uh, their mom gave that big corny square, John Laurinaitis, Leroy's best friend. No, it's not. Gave, gave him some ass just to make sure that Nikki has. And then the thing is, like, because Nikki, because Nikki was dating John Cena at the time, she becomes a strong person and she has the rack attack. That's She's supposed to be a powerhouse. That was about as ridiculous as five foot nothing, Alexa Bliss knocking people out with the big show like punch. WWE is fucking ridiculous. I will say Devin Advocate though. Uh-oh, I was gonna say before. Devin Advocate is when I asked Anna J who her favorite wrestler was, and she was legit, said Nikki Bella, and I. Play Wait, or do you not? I thought you said Royal said that. Yeah, exactly. I'm glad, I'm glad we're forming. I'm, I'm glad we're filming, okay? Because Leroy, let me tell you something. Leroy starts backtracking, and his footsteps start sounding like the damn Flintstones over there slipping on his own feet. Because he's over there backtracking. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't know if he's talking about Royal or Anna J. Who, who, who loves Both. Both. Mm-hmm. I, I would love to ask that question. Yep, pretty soon we will have Royal on the show. And, and I want to go ahead and give a shout-out real quick. Shout-out to Michael F. for picking up my goddamn food from McDonald's right now. Shout-out, sir. Yo, shout out, shout out to being off this fast because I'm about to eat a burger and wings. Okay. I only got I only got about two more weeks of eating like this before I go back to strict, very strict and clean eating. Leroy, which you will be joining me on. You don't have a choice at this point. Uh but Oh God, that's the one thing I want to ask you. Uh what is like when you go back to your strict eating, what what are you eating? So the thing is, is that I'll be focusing more on pescatarian eating. Mm-hmm. I'll be eating more seafood. Uh, cheat meal for me will be sushi. Uh, very clean. Um, more water, higher water intake. And I can only have maybe like one cup of juice uh, a day. Okay. And then like if I'm going to reward myself with something like steak, it has to be once every two months. Uh-huh. Because steak does take longer to break down than uh, other meats and stuff. So. Okay. Yeah, so that's that's how I'll be eating soon, and then I'll be on the, uh, my supplement program, uh, higher protein intake, uh, and probably uh, a little CLA, fat burners, uh, BCAAs, uh, creatine intake and stuff. Try to just really just enhance my size and stuff and start around uh, everything. Okay. All right. Wait, why are you just trying to hand hands? Yeah, I'm trying to lose my belly and stuff. So. Well, Leroy, I can tell you how that happens. That happens by busting our ass at the gym and not being on no on no chump shit, no yeah. weak shit. 
You gotta go home. You gotta go hard or go home. We're gonna go home after we go hard. Yeah. Damn, a private gym session. Fuck. And if, if we don't, hey, if we don't make it home, we'll sleep in the parking lot until the gym opens back up and do it all over again. All right, folks. I'm. If you see, if you hear me being a little distant, um, I'm. I'm currently trying to enroll in my pro wrestling school. They had just opened back up. And shots out to Xavier Justice. He was just on uh, Instagram Live yesterday, and um, I asked him the question: Is anybody come from Flint going to this damn school? Which they moved over at City away. So he said, "Yeah." So I told him I'll sign up, and hopefully he holds his word up, and somebody picks me up. Niggas, I got gas money. If you listen, so I got you. Hey, shout out to AEW too for releasing their live event schedule. That's, that's pretty. That's pretty awesome because you know what I'm gonna say. COVID robbed us of a lot of great moments in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of great events, man. Uh, Becky Lynch uh, announcing her pregnancy. Oscar becoming champion. Sasha Banks and uh, Bailey. You know, getting all the gold and having their roses. Uh, people really Brody Lee's debut in, in his oh, hometown. Oh, I was, I was uh, listen, don't big league be here, okay? I'm, I'm going to WWE first. I'm going to into AW. Yeah, we got to yeah, get, get, get your company in there. And, you, know, you know what? After you don't fucking cut a promo on the I don't know how they got We also miss Leroy joining the QT Marshall Kiss My Ass Club. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Let, let me talk about that real quick, man. QT, yeah, let's get into that. QT's promo on that, man. It makes me want to fucking move out of Flint, run down there, and just be one of his pupils. Because, man, that promo was fired, man. The, the moment he called Cody Rose off-brand Sting, I lost my goddamn mind. <laughs> well, you know, I, you know, I'm going to take a little bit of credit here. When I met Mike, right, here we go. when I met Mike, he was like, Plain rice, okay? Mm-hmm. No flavor, no seasoning, no nothing. Here I come, I'm like fried rice. Exotic, you know, got a little flavor, little seasoning. It's <laughs> different. So, you know. No, he's not. You know. Oh, right. OQT, OQT said, you know what? Let me put this damn apple down because I'm not Carlito. You know what I'm saying? Jesus! And, uh. You know, I gave him, I gave him a little, hey, I gave him a little point, like, hey, say how to be rude here. And he looked, he said, hey, you know what? That belt guy, like, he's at one fall. He's the most hated person here. How can I get a little of that? And I saw it on Wednesday. Except when you cheer for me. Wait, wait, wait. Leroy, I, this is, I had asked you this question in a text message. Now you forced me to ask you on air. Where are you siding with, bro? Are you siding with the factory? Cause you more close to QT, bro. I'm neutral, bro. I'm neutral. Okay? But you're more close to QT you know, than you know over what? Cody. Yeah, you know what? We like to bring on our special guest today, who's going to give some clarity to a real situation that got brought up yesterday. Let's talk to Nasty Leroy, Mister Nasty Leroy, sir. Can we get a little backstory here? You trained at the Nightmare Factory, correct? Yeah, but your coach. And your first major wrestling match was with and against QT Marshall, correct? Yep. But Cody Rhodes co-signed for you on an Instagram Live during a feud that we had before. And then brought you onto AEW. 
where you was on TV with Joey Janela, correct? Correct. Both of these guys are integral to your success and your name. I'm not leaving Joey out. Joey deserves a lot of major credit, so does the belt guy, but we're not talking about those two guys right now. Okay? <laughs> UT and Cody, integral to your success. Giving you a lot of major looks. Got a lot of props. You know what I'm saying? Thing is that with this split right here, where does that put your relationship at the nightmare factory? Because, you know, you, you voiced a little something on Instagram Live last night, and it sounded like you don't know what you're going to do. Hmm. I don't know what I'm going to do. That's why I'm switching with. Can't make the full decision. I got to go. Uh, I got to go uh, look down the pros and cons of both of the relationships before I can make the, make the decision. Listen, brother. Heal is the way to go. Just look at our good friend, Royal. She turned heel and she's doing amazing things. All right. And guess who she got that from? QT My Chair. So go ahead, man. Come to the dark side. And guess, You'll and guess where he got that from? Guess where QT Marshall got that from? The Belt Guy. Oh, yeah, that's right. You helped him with his promos. I, I ain't helping with his promos, okay? Is that when you have motivation and you have when you have an example of how bad you want to be, what level of bad you want to be, then you start adapting adopting it for your own. See the thing is, is whenever we crash one fall wrestling and we vandalized that poster and then we took over that and we hijacked that whole show and stuff and we was talking trash. Yeah, she over. yeah I remember that. Yeah, we had to save those wrestlers. They knew right there and then. So real hills is in the building. Not these little fake cookie cutter. Let me tell you what I'm gonna do here. No, so real hills are in the building. We cheer for the bad guys, and we boo the good guys. The baby faces lose, and we laugh. That's right. Shout out to you did. Shout out. I did hear a lot of a lot of the baby faces was mad at you because you was cheering for their losses. And fuck well, them baby faces, feelings. Guess what? If Musa. Then look like a Naruto character, and then he oh his back. Oh man, it would be okay, okay. So, well, this is this is what I say on that. Like, you see me when I was a, you know, when I was doing rap bastard moves when I was a heel as a manager. But I found out as a wrestler, as as training and going all over, I can't be I can't be booed. Like people just cheer for me because I'm too likable. It's just, it's that Eddie Guerrero effect, man. It's that Eddie Guerrero effect. Every time when I try to turn, they just cheer even more. I cheat, they cheer even more. Like what it is. But that's not that's not uh, saying of my decision that I'm going on that side because I really am going to go to the pros and cons. The only reason why I answer you in that text is because I was going to say that, but I can't really type that good. So I'm saying this on the podcast publicly. I'm going to go the pros and cons, and I will make my decision at some point. So it's hard because both of them, like you said, had a doing my success. You know, brought me, Cody brought me on TV, gave me a jacket. QT gave me my first match was a six man tag with Preston and Mike Reed, and 
and it was it was a great match. It was a good match for my first time, and I and we had a rivalry when he turned on me, and I beat the shit out of him all over, you know, in a singles match and in a street fight, you no know, cross street fight, which is like over a thousand views. I shout out to all Nasty Nation members for watching that. Um, so, like, yeah, both of them kind of both of our career, and, like, this is hard for me. Like, it's putting me in the, in the thing, and I don't want to choose. I really don't. So I got to really sit back, and I got to strategize, and I got to see what's the best option. And, you know, a lot of people want me to join QT. Some people like, go Cody. And I'm like, I got to see. I got to I gotta see. That's all I'm going to say. For right now, I'm rapping the national team, as always. I'll be I'll be tagging with Donnie on February. Oh no, February. My bad. On uh, April the seventeenth, you know that nasty me and should, you know against Pretty Pink. You know that's that's going down a little exclusive. So, and then uh, Mike Bennett and uh, Dan Housen is going to be at Ashton Class on IWTV on Ashton Class with our new South Wrestling. So check that out. Listen, all all that is nice, but we're, we're getting back to the meat and potatoes here. You were on Instagram Live last night, and it sounded like you're leaning already to one side because you voiced frustration about being overlooked. Well, what was that about? Uh, you know, I just had to get some stuff off my chest, you know. I had to say it in the public forum. I said it in a private forum to many of my friends that knew what I was going through. I said it. I said it. I tried to say it to... Uh, try to tell the Dustin and Q, uh, Dustin and Cody and QT, but nobody wants to listen to me or talk to me. So I just so, talk okay. to them. So, so, so let's let's hear this out then, okay? Because we're going to have this is great actually. What is your gripe in this current moment right now? My my current gripe is I literally, and this is I I get. I get frustrated when people, I've said this before, but people think I'm like, there was, I don't, I don't take it granted that Joey, me and Joey build a connection over the quarantine and that made my career skywalker. But, you know, at first I was worried about getting my career started, but then when I laid back and I just was just having fun with Joey, that's when stuff started to come. And you know the success and the thing, and I did get cocky after a while. But I did humble myself, and I said it on, and I'm on my Facebook. I said, uh, if it wasn't for New South, I probably would probably be in a rut right now because of Donnie helping me out, getting me a book in, and I really had to transform myself because you know I'm thinking everybody knows me from Janelle's own, but nobody nobody you know, while I was at in the New South Arena knew who Nancy Leroy was they just knew I was Donnie's friend so I got myself over organically uh, by myself well along with Donnie's help but like with, you know of course with Janelle but like I did I did it by rebuilding and restarting my career so hold on hold on let's, let's go back you can't say organic if you had help sir Okay, yeah, okay. So Donnie helped me along with Joey did too. But my frustration and my gripe is when you think you've climbed to the you use this same all the time, the mountaintop as you call it. When you think you climb to the mountaintop and then you're there for a while and then yeah, sure, did I get comfortable? Yeah, I did. But also I would have thought at some point like they would have brought me back like on top of the TV, 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 can't talk right now. 
TV tapings that they already had. So I did the Nash swing. I did what it was asked. I, I thought I was. I thought I impressed. Yo, but even then, I was nervous in the back, and I didn't really speak, and I wasn't running myself. On top of getting canceled by somebody else, telling Penelope Ford that I was saying all this stuff, it wasn't true. And after that was over, I think I relaxed. And then, uh, instead of worrying about that, I should have just made an impression of meeting everybody and then doing that. But, you know, I harp on that because that's just me. You know me. You know how I get up. Nah, I do it. The overlook thing was like, hey, I'm already, I'm already like out here. I mean, I'm in the, I'm like had, I'm having a you know a great career in the pandemic. You know, you would think I would be over, I would be over enough to be on TV more. So, you know, and, and especially getting a Nightmare Factory jacket. I'm not saying give me a match or nothing, but at least bring me out there with the jackets or. Or some kind of something like something like this is a big appearance, you know, in the crowd Here's again. I'll take in the crowd again. But okay. here's the thing there's two things that I'm hearing, three things actually. And see, this is good that we're talking about this because, see, the thing is, is that this is this is your passionate shoot promo. This, this is fantastic because these are real emotions. Because I've known you for over 12 years. Okay. The first time I met you, when you choked me out and you sneak attacked me. Here we go. Here we go. No, no, no. Tell the people why. Hold on. Hold on. Let's not get away from this. Okay. Just admit that you did sneak attack me, number one. Okay. Number one. Okay. You did sneak attack me. But the first time I did meet you at Fateful Day at Hooters when we were watching UFC. You say, hey, man, you know, I got a dream. I want to be a pro wrestler. You never wavered from that, and you've always had that dream. And remember, I always supported that because I said, Leroy, takes a lot. You know what I'm saying? And it really does. People have always wanted to count you out and stuff. And see, the thing is that if you give people a moment of doubt, it will... It will put you on the back burner because you're living up to the doubts that people have on you. So when we like when we push and we encourage at the gym more consistency, we say study more, you know what I'm saying, connect with, you know, what you're doing. The thing is is because you do you back when you were at one hall before they transitioned, you're the most well packaged wrestler in your organization. You had a name that was golden you had a brand that was golden. You had a logo. You had all this stuff going to hell. You even had your, you you even have your own custom theme song that doesn't have to clear anything because it was made just for you. So there is no musical rights that has to go for anything. That song was made just for you. So you can use that whatever promotion and be good. You know what I'm saying? The thing is, is like like I told you, once we did all that, that was the easy part together doing that brainstorming and stuff i said the hardest part of that is going to remain consistent on doing this because i'm gonna tell you why back when i ran my uh company and we were doing music and good things started to happen the worst thing that can happen for somebody who's living their dream is to hear that they're doing a good job because it makes them relax like they might have made it you don't make it until you finally look back and say I've achieved the best that I can do, but the thing is, is like 
you have to know what your end game is and recognize that you haven't reached that and remain hungry at the same time. You know, because it's easy to fall into that rut like you're on your way. And really, you're not on your way. And the thing is, is that both the wrestling world and both the music world are ultra competitive because these are things that people want to do. Because one, they allow people to be expressive and creative. Two, they allow people to become rich and famous. And three, it's just, it's, it's a person's dream. You know what I'm saying? With such a long history of people who have made their mark on the, in those industries. So the thing is, like, for you to have those feelings are natural feelings. But you have to get out your own head and you have to stop listening to other people and understand that you have to remain hungry. And you have to remain, like, you know, in that moment where it's like you're you're that nasty Leroy that everybody met and you control nasty Leroy. You know who nasty Leroy is. You know what nasty Leroy is about. You know what I'm saying? And you got to take, you really got to take people through that journey of being that man. And the thing is that not only on the Instagram lives, not only on your promos, you know, we're talking about matches uh, and, and you got to show different things in your matches. The thing is like, if you have, if you become one of those wrestlers who isn't at the big, in the big dance and you only have a five move or doom move set, nobody can do too much with you because they'd be like, well, we got to make make sure we cover his five moves of doom. So I challenge you, I challenge you publicly on this podcast to push yourself harder than you have before, to fight for your dreams. Because this is your dream. This isn't my dream. This isn't Vaughn's dream. This isn't the Nasty Nation's dream. We all support you because this is what you want to do. And you have a clear passion for it. So I challenge you to prove those haters wrong. The KMs, the YTs, the, the LSGs, the Cheeseburgers, whoever you want to name. You know what I'm saying? Prove those assholes wrong. But you got to do the work. You know what I'm saying? And you got to do something different than you've never done before. Nobody's just going to say, hey, you know what? We're going to get that. No. You caught the attention of a nation at a, at a, and you had a great thing going on. And you, you talked to a lot of great people. You know, we don't need to go through the list of people who appeared on your lives and stuff. But the thing is that you made an impact and you had the attention of people. And the thing is that what you do with that attention is that you have to keep on, you have to keep on uh, chipping away at it. Because then when people see you in that arena and they see you get better, they're going to remember, oh, that's, that's Nasty Leroy. Nasty Leroy's been busting his ass. That's when opportunities open for you. That's well said. Let, let the work speak for itself. Don't open your mouth demanding things that your ass can't cash. You're going to destroy your name. And your name is everything that you have. Your name is your identity. Your name is, it, it goes all with that, you know? So that, that's why I challenge you, Leroy. I feel like it's a premature feeling. If you're mad about that, do something about it. Prove them wrong. 
that's my challenge to you. I agree, and we'll be right back after this commercial break. Do you need a little help with your picks this week? Do you want to dominate your league? I want to dominate my league, Dr. Dan. Head over to YouTube and search MFSN The Hub. Go to the channel and hit that subscribe button. And you better hit that bell like LL Cool J says so you're notified when we drop some new fantasy sports knowledge that you must know. Also, if you have any questions that you want answered, head over to at MFSN TV on all social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, and tag at MFSN TV, and we will answer your question. Heck, it might even get featured on an episode. I'm Ross the Boss, and I like talking fantasy sports with you, cowboy. Oh, I didn't mean to start that off like that, but uh, oh, oh my. Uh, welcome back to the 810 Pro Wrestling Podcast. Are we uh, recording now? Are you belching? Yeah, I was belching while recording. Um, <laughs> you know, it's Bad News Vaughn and Nasty Leroy here. And Bill God has uh, stepped off for a little bit. He has challenged Nasty Leroy uh, to do something about his career, basically. You know, and we'll see. Um, but WrestleMania week is here. You know, I know most people was probably like wondering – when, are we going to like cover Monday Night Raw or AEW or something like that? If you want that shit, go to Wrestle Talk. You know, go to Wrestle Talk, go to Call Call It, go to Walk Culture. Basically, basically, uh, not to cut you off, but basically, go off to like, so I, uh, this is not me being biased, and people's going to be like, oh, you're, you're AEW guy, so you didn't say this. They have AEW podcasts, they have uh, All Elite podcasts and stuff, so it's like I have WWE podcasts. Do nothing but call WWE stuff, SmackDowns, Raws, all that kind of stuff. This was Ryan's gonna call, and I'm, I'm not trying to tell him what to call, but he's gonna call this. He's gonna call the world of the world, the wrestling world, because I know a lot of you people are not exposed to WWE, uh, only exposed to only what WWE and AEW do. What Ryan is doing, and I think is a great thing. Is what I tried to do in my podcast is that this was too lazy to upload the episode, to be honest. It might come back. But the spotlight, the world of independent pro wrestling, and that's what we need to do. So you guys want a lot of the guys to come on and you want them to be known. Well, the way they do get known is you get your buzz up on the independent scene. You go on around the world and you get your buzz up. And where Belt Guide and Von likes it or not, Impact is still a major organization. Are you and so really, we're really, not. We're going to talk about Impact. You had me going until you dropped the Impact, the Impact word, the I word. Man, what, you going anyway, to say something about Rich One? You going to say something about Rich One? Or should I say let something me, about Rich One? Let me finish. I'm about to finish this point. Jesus. So Thank you, John. He, the the effect of I think this is needs to be more. See, you can support a billion dollar company like AEW and WWE and NXT and Impact, and that's cool, and even Ring of Honor. But what we need to get to is if you're a fan of pro wrestling, not just one company. If you're a fan of pro wrestling, not supposed to name it, pro wrestling. That means the independent circuit. That means top promotions like Game Changer Wrestling, 
who I will say is putting on the best, if you want to call it storyline, the best angle, whatever you want to call it, the best thing going on right now. And because of the COVID, it, it was dragged it was dragged on a little bit, dragged off. It, it was supposed to end last year. But because of COVID, it had to, it had to linger. But that even made it better because as rap bastards, even that I hate them, they're good rap bastards because they, they, they make you hate them and want to punch them in the face. But we need to support Beyond Wrestling. We need to support AEW. We need to we need to support uh good independent pro wrestling and that is a, that's where the next stars come from. That's where the next people come from. Including that's where Ritzwan came from. Because he's gonna be at spring break against Lee Moriarty, and I can't wait to see that Jesus. match. And that team member, he's gonna be down. You know, I'm gonna say it for him because he's saying it for the ring announcers. He's down with the Tiger style and a nasty team. Representing the nasty team is gonna be a great match. I know they, uh, which is. Bond and Belgot hate them, but I am a genuinely fan of Dress One and follow his career since the combat zone resonates. So shout out to you, Dress One. Keep it moving. Jesus. It's going to be a banger. Let's stop this. Let's stop this. You're making me sick, Leroy. You're making me sick of her praising that nappy hair fucking dancing fool, Rick Swan. Ugh. The man don't know what to do with his fucking hair and his career. Even if we're going to praise this man. Why? Because he's jumping on spring break or he's going to be at a fucking for the culture wrestling a fucking lot. I'm, I'm jumping on it. I'm jumping on and praising him and giving him flowers. You because know, he's you know, Rishwan, you listen to this. Rishwan, you listen to this. You can suck my hairy ass right nut. How about that? All right. You can take the right nut right in your mouth. And if you listen to this, you're going to go in there with the best wrestler in North America, the most scariest in North America, a nasty team member, Lee Moriarty, and the independent wrestling champion, okay? What Vine is doing, like I said, is spotlighting independent. You can go oh, somewhere with your main wrestling. Wait, 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 wait. I mean, no, no disrespect for Mr. Lee Moriarty. I mean, but he—I mean, he—he he is going against. I, I give Rishwan this the Impact Heavyweight Champion at the moment. He ain't—he ain't gonna be for so long, you know. Once Kenny Omega, wait, wait—I gotta say it like this: Kenny, by God, Omega takes that goddamn belt and make it irrelevant again. Irrelevant or relevant? Relevant. Okay. As in part of the conversation. I'm, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is, I'm pretty sure everybody forgot podcast. that Rich Juan was even Impact Champion, and for motherfuckers probably thinking that he's the X Division Champion at that, or he's the Legends Champion at that, or the TNA Global Champion, or whatever fucking belt they had, the the Grand Championship. They probably don't think that this man is World Champion, and he's not World Champion material. Anyway, anyway, uh, uh, my whole point, he just gave me away from my whole point, but basically, like I said before. You know what, you know what, you know what oppressed me from Rich Juan? You know what, what, you know what would do, Leroy? It got nothing to do with his wrestling. What's that? (laughs) He do something with his fucking hair. Cut it, shave it, comb it, braid it, do something with it. Please, I'm begging you, Rich. I'm begging you. 
do something with that fucking shit. Do something with that shit. Get this man a comb. Fuck a championship belt. Get this man a comb. He got two different hairstyles going on in his head. The man looks like he's going through uh, schizophrenia and he's got two personalities because that's two different ass hairstyles. I do not call this man my world champion, man. Fuck that guy. All right? He's trying to give him some praise. Belka, you came at the right time. Leroy's over here trying to give Rich Swan some praise, man. No, I basically, this ain't about Rich Swan. This is about, I was going on, I was going on a point. The point was, a lot of people cover major wrestling organizations. And I appreciate, as they should. I appreciate you, I appreciate everybody covering major organizations. Everybody covering major organizations. What they? Well, I think more people. And I think I might even bring the podcast back, the National Reality Podcast back, because well, why you can talk about race one? No, I ain't talking about race one. So we can know about the great. So we can know about top notch independent promotions like Beyond Wrestling and Game Changer Wrestling and Freelance Wrestling. Shout out to Matt Nix out here. It, it, it sounds like you're leveraging for a job, Leroy. That's what I'm because they going through all the wrestling world. Hey, look, 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 listen. Somebody should get Rich Swan top notch shampoo. All right. That's 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 what that's that's the last thing we'll say about Rich Swan. I'm done. Okay, good. Fuck Rich Swan. Basically, we're <laughs> supporting the world of pro wrestling out here, okay? Not just one company. That's all I'm gonna say. Go ahead, Bell Guy. Go bury Rich Swan and impact. I don't care. I'm not, I'm not gonna bury the guy. Like what what's your beef with me, okay? <laughs> Oh, it's no beef. This is like you have a beef. You know what it is? It, I can't stand people who who I give. So okay, if people don't know, I'm gonna say this publicly on the air. People don't know. Oh, year years ago, years ago, Bell guy told me, "Hey, I'm about to go. I'm about to go do my revolt trial." I said, "All right, cool. Come to the Nightmare Factory." Well, back then it was a Nightmare Factory, it was Power Factory. But man, come go to get some training in so you can get your, so you can go and press and, and evolve. He said, "Nah, I don't want to do that." What the fuck happened? He fucking failed his trial because he wasn't in goddamn in ring shape. I don't care what he says. The gym helps, but you gotta be in in ring shape. You gotta be in in ring cardio. You gotta hit those ropes, and those ropes hurt. Okay, the cardio, the cardio ain't nothing to play with in wrestling. Okay, are you serious right now? You want to do this on air? Because the thing is, is that if we're talking about cardio, <laughs> body by meal, like I, I listen, I can run circles around you in the ring. It's ain't even about me. You, 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 you got to bring it to that point. The problem is you usually you're bitter. This is what the problem bitter. is. This ain't even about the world trial. This is this is about you and your bitterness because you didn't you didn't you talk about me stepping up to the plate. Wait, 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 wait. What is that. he bitter about? Exactly. You sound bitter. You sound bitter. No, no, no. People don't you know. Bill God is a very bitter. successful man. He's a very successful man. All right. He is, but he also sounds bitter about so, so, the career so he, he never so had. So he's beyond bitter. All right. Uh, that, that's not the voice I hear. No. Now, hold on. You, you. He calls me bitter because I have an honest. No, it's not even an honest opinion. I respect your honest opinion, but you sound bitter about wrist one and then your Friday thing and then Impact Wrestling. Leave them guys and girls alone. Leave them alone. 
Are you doing the best you can, matter of fact? Jesus! Leroy. Oh, 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 oh. Leroy, you sound like a mark. See, exactly. See, this I sound like a mark because I am one, okay? I'm a wrestling fan. All I'm right? a wrestling fan, too. I've been, as a matter of fact, I've been a wrestling fan longer than you, Leroy. Okay, so the thing is, is that me, me being a wrestling fan longer than you makes me have a higher standard of professional wrestling than you do, okay? So when you came in, sir, yes, the bar might have been set lower. But, sir, I came in around the time of the NWAs, of the damn four horsemen, of the J.J. Dillons, of the Harley Races, of the Dusty Rose, the Roddy Piper, sir, the Bret Hart's, the Rockers, the Shawn Michaels, you know what I'm saying, the Razor Ramones of Kevin Nash when he was Diesel. I mean, all of that. So I'm talking about WWF, WCW, New Japan Pro, when Jushin Thunder Liger was a young man. You know what I'm saying? I seen the Brian Pillmans before he went fucking crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I seen ECW in its inception and stuff. So the thing is, is like, I've been a wrestling fan. So the thing is, excuse me if I set the bar high and I don't accept your little smiling James Brown dancing idiot you call Rick, Rick Swan, sir. Yeah. Excuse me if I don't. If I don't accept your little OnlyFans wrestling organization you call Impact Wrestling, I'd rather listen to I'd rather listen to a Bad Baby album on repeat than watch Impact Wrestling live. Does Impact Wrestling have good wrestlers? Yes, they do. They have some of them, and guess where they're going? Other places. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, is that yes, they should. That's why they lost Ethan Page. That's why they lost the Rascals. Mm-hmm. That's why they're going to lose Moose. That's why they're going to lose Kier Hogan. That's why they're going to lose Tasha Steele. Mm-hmm. You know that. That's why they can't sign. That's why they can't sign Thunder Rosa. You know what I'm saying? The thing is, is like, it's, it's about quality. And the thing is, is like, the only thing that gets WWE by, and by no means do I say WWE is the best promotion out right now. But the thing is, they do have a foothold because of the long standing legacy that they do have. So the thing is, is that WWE might not be the top dog at the moment, but they do have a long-standing history of legacy that stands the test of time. So they've implemented a lot of things that define the industry today. You know what I'm saying? AEW is the most promising, you know, because they really have a newer, fresher look on the on the, the industry, but really sky's the limit for them, and they determine what their ceiling is. So the thing is, sir, is like, you know, some of the independent wrestling scenes, yes, we love independent wrestling because that's where people get to find themselves. That's where people get to hone their skills. That's where you get those matchups. That's where you find the Keith Lees, the John Silvers, the uh, Matt Riddles, you know, the uh, Isaiah Swerve Scotts, you know, your Leo Rush, you know, your LSGs and your cheeseburgers. That's where you find those guys. And then they get on to do better things, bigger and better things. This podcast, the 810 podcast, is a fan of independent wrestling and all pro wrestling. But what we are are very opinionated fans because we demand better based upon what we've seen in the past. Yes. I agree 100%, Leroy. I barely said that. What? I basically said that, you know, you are going to spotlight independent wrestling more than, you know, Monday Night Raw and stuff. And it's good to have 
that Monday Night Raw talk. But then I think every other podcast uh, does that, and they do that with AEW too. You know. But here, here's the thing, though. We have we have ridiculed we have ridiculed WWE for their laziness and their lack of creativity and not being able to uh, uh, not being able to like use their talent well. Remember, I'm a huge Shinsuke Nakamura fan. Huge Shinsuke Nakamura. And remember, we watched that WrestleMania together when I got mad at the AJ Styles Nakamura match. Yeah. Remember, I got mad about that because I felt like that was Nakamura's moment and that was the time that they could have turned they uh you know, they could have turned the corner. But it didn't happen, you know, and we seen a lot of bad things. And we saw Jinder Mahal become champion because they were doing business in Saudi Arabia, so they needed an Indian champion of Indian descent. Yeah. I mean, you know, there, there's a lot of things we can go into, but the thing is, is uh, like at the end of the day, WWE runs their, their organization like a business, and they, they really do what's best for business at the moment, and that's why they're not the top organization right now because they're more focused on what their shareholders have to say than what, you know, is best for their fans and fan service, so. Right. I agree. So if that makes me bitter, Leroy, then yes, I'm a bitter wrestling fan. I, I demand better. Yeah, All right, man. And I've been trying to get uh, better wrestling for years. So, yeah, my, my expectation is very high when it comes to wrestling. I agree with everything Bill Gunn has just said. Maybe it's just where you guys are from, I guess. I don't know. Wait, wait, what is that supposed to mean? Yeah. You've seen a lot of great wrestling. So you I was about to say, shit got real racist for a minute. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got real state. Got real state races for a second. Yeah, tell you about it. Yeah, how's it races? How's it races when I say you guys? You guys have seen so much. You keep throwing that hard. You keep throwing that hard Y word out there. On where you guys are from? Yeah, yeah, you got one more Y word to say, and I think you might want to fight around here. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. We'll take two I paid you a compliment because so many Michigan wrestlers come from there. You know, it's talking about oh, so many Michigan wrestlers. You know, and I was like, you, you should. Okay, you should feel that you uh, should. I guess be uh, on higher wrestlers and higher stuff. You want better stuff. Did you come from a wrestling state? I mean, so many people come from Michigan, including recently, uh. Uh, Raju from Impact Wrestling from Michigan, uh, Preston Vance, uh, Aston K, you know, those are the recent people. Of course, the past Rhino, you know, Hall of Famer, Robin M. You know the list. I'm not going to tell you, but you know. So that's why I say you respect it. But what do I know? I'm just a guy from Mississippi because I don't really, I didn't have wrestling growing up. Well, you know, nobody faults you for that. You know, we we still accept you for the wrestling fan that you are. Yes. Just down, down by the Delta, so I I clamor 
for stuff like you guys had so many people from there. That's why I put my city on being from Philadelphia, Mississippi. So, Leroy, let's get back into your question. Jessica, where do you see yourself at the end of this year? At the end of this year? Uh-huh. I, I plan to do one thing on my bucket list. Well, on my, on my wrestling goals that I put out publicly, I already said it on Twitter, is to, you know, uh, debut for Beyond Wrestling. That's one of my goals. I plan to do that by the end of the year and be the new South Heavyweight Champion. Or if not, the just fight for the championship and later on win the championship uh, in my career or that following year or whatever when, it, when I get the next opportunity. But whenever I do get the opportunity, fight for the new South Heavyweight Championship uh, and, you know, uh, travel more when the world opens up, go to PWG, go to freelance, go go train it. My dream is one of my dreams is to go to England and train there for uh, for like two to three months. You know, get that water sports style because I loved it when Shug came to the factory and taught taught me and everybody else what that water sports style. So the English technical technical as technical style, but he calls it attacker. Um, Style and then you know, of course, is to appear on AW again. All that by the end of the year, you know, uh, at some point, you know, at least if it's not by the end of the year, by the beginning of next year, you know. So, I am talking to Beyond, and so I'm pretty sure. They told me that this would happen this year because they wanted me to debut. I definitely want to debut for Beyond, so I know I'm pushing for that. So look out for that. That's all I gotta say. Look out for that. Well, what's your goals like in the next four months? That's a big goal, sir. What's your goals in the next four months, Leroy? In uh, in the next four months, uh, the next four months, uh, I just plan to. Uh, keep training, uh, you know, keep evolving, which I am. Um, I haven't even, like, there's some videos that I, have, that I recorded that I can't even put up because of, you know, the, what's going on with QT and Cody, and I don't want to post something because, you know, I don't want to get nobody up that. So I've been, you know, uh, I think Tuesday I did a, I did a, uh, I did an ace, ace Cursor, a Diamond Cutter, RKO, whatever you want to call it, a Gun Stun, you know, I did that yesterday, and I was, you know, I've been, I've already learned that, but I like, I never hit it in like a training match, so I did that, and then I was working on my hurricane, so new moves in my arsenal, and it's like just showing new moves, like I'm just going to show new moves that I haven't, like I have in my chamber, and I never really bust out, so look forward for that. You know? Okay. All right. So right now the collective is going on. And it's night one, and I don't know the results, but I, I didn't know that Bloodsport was night one. Apparently, Slack came out and um, competed in Bloodsport. So did uh, Leo Rush. I don't know who was actually wrestling who or who was fighting who. I just know this is the match where Josh Barnett, 
and John Moxley was going to uh, like scrap it out. Um, so, um, if you guys are familiar with Josh Barnett, and I'm pretty sure you guys are familiar with John Moxley, realistically, who do you think will win that one? I think we back and forth because I know John Moxley trains at a at an MMA gym in, in Vegas. I think Randy Couture is. So I think he's got some grappling skills. Uh, of course, you know, uh, Barnett has got to catch wrestling skills if you don't know. Um, I think he'll be, be semi-equal because of John Moxie's, uh, you know, his catch wrestling skills and stuff. Training in MMA, a lot of people don't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he'll be equal of, it'll go more, it'll go more to Moxie's favor uh, but at the end, I think John Barnett will win because he's been out, he's been doing catch wrestling for a while. You know what Japan did? That shoot style catch wrestling uh, matches and stuff with Tony Inoki's promotion. So, so okay. I think John Barnett will win. All right, take away the shoot wrestling, which is a predetermined shoot fight. Um, take away that, and let's take away them. Let's place them in the actual cage. You know, the octagon or whatever, the hexagon, and. Let's throw up the pro wrestling um, booker out of there, you know? Let's let's put him in the actual real fight. Now, who will win that one? Like I said, uh, the cash wrestling skills, uh, the grappling skills that he's been training and uh, in Vegas. I don't I don't see I don't I think a lot of people think Josh Barnett is gonna sweep away with this victory, but I think he'll be somewhat equal because he's been training in MMA. So, uh, I, but I think at the end, Josh Barnett is going to win, but I think it's going to be a banger of a match. Well, and the slack and blood sport, that's just something to see. I'm going to go with Barnett um, in in a shoot and a real fight with Mark Slee. It's because he's, he's, he's done it. He's done it all um, in a way. And he's, he, um, and realistically, you know, my, in the day, Moxley is a pro wrestler and Barnett is a fighter. So, you know, I, I feel like Barnett is going to come on top. That's, but, you know, it's it's wrestling, so it could be Moxley winning this one. But I think in a real fight, it's, it's Barnett all the way. I don't know. Last year, I didn't get to see it because I was, I was on the road. But when I when I, I got to see it, the replay over, I don't know. Chris Dickerson is legit. So, you know, I saw him hanging in there with uh, Chris Dickerson. So. But then again, shoot fights are predetermined as well, too. So, but I like even in a real MMA fight, I would take Moxley. I would think he could he can like him and Kingston. They, they can transition well into that world. I, I think that's what I'm trying to tell. I'm I think he both of those guys. I think Moxley can transition well into that fighter world because he's he's more of a fighter. Like he's he's he has not just that lore, but I feel like he's tough enough to be a fighter, so. Let me tell you something. MMA is a physical game of chess, okay? Mm -hmm. There is no no cues. There is no, I'm going to let you do this. You know what I'm saying? Then you're going to come back and stuff. Moxley and Barnett, they get into the cage. The thing is is that Moxley might have, say like, we'll we'll give Moxley this. He, He can throw a punch. You know how you nullify that? You start attacking his legs. You take away his base. Mm-hmm. So even if he does try to punch, 
here's nothing behind it because it can't plant. Yeah. Uh, so I happened to Quentin Rampage Jackson uh, when he fought John Jones. Uh, John Jones took his leg away. Uh, Quentin Rampage Jackson just couldn't put nothing behind it and got his ass whooped. Yes. Thing what will happen is that physical decimation in three rounds. You don't need to finish your man in the first round. You just need to. You just need to start working your plan. If John Moxley cannot get him to the ground, he doesn't stand a chance. And the thing is that when John Moxley gets him to the ground, is his grappling good enough to go against uh, Barnett, who has been doing grappling matches along with shoot fights? I say no. So I give it I give it three rounds to nothing, Barnett. I'm not saying that. I that, agree. Uh, um, we're um, we're about to um, go on our last commercial break, and uh, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there, Leroy. But you know, you can share your thoughts on once we come back after we pay some bills and uh, play some ads. All right, welcome back to the 810 Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm here with Nasty Leroy and the Belt God here. I always talk about the collective. Um, you know, we're just talking about Moxley and uh, Barnett. You know, and um, we're going to jump ahead to spring break. You know, um, hard for spring break. I haven't been updated. What was that? I haven't been updated. Leroy, who's on the card? All right, let me tell you who's on the card. On the card on spring break. So, Spring Break card is going to have the main event is going to be might as well start the main event. The main event is going to be for the GCW World Championship. It's going to be RSP, that rap bastard himself hey, against hey, the hey, king, hey. the god. Uh, what else, America? The leader of the MDK gang. Let's just say his name already. <laughs> He's, I don't, I'm already going to say it. Nick fucking Gage himself. And Joy versus Joy Janela versus Chris Dickinson, you know, in a slither, uh, you know, slither kind of extra reunion, kind of like you know, AKA friends. Bass Rootin. Joy Janela versus Bass Rootin. Okay, made that comparison. Uh, also, Effie versus that rat bastard, and that, uh, oh, you know, he said it himself. He said it himself. The best that he is, Gregory Iron. Uh, and it is a regular, I think it is a regular, regular map. So I don't think it's any kind of stipulation. Also, at spring break, uh, it's going to be Rishwan versus Lee Mariardi. Oh, come on, man. Really? You're going to leave that one out, man. I don't give a damn about the card, man. Nobody's coming to see Rishwan. I'm not even going to see Rich Wine. Like, yeah, uh, I got to agree with one on this one. Does, does anybody say, like, yo, like, yo, I can't wait to go see Rich Wine do his thing. He about to steal the show. Yeah, a lot of people say that. All right, okay. Uh, oh, God. Uh, also, also uh, on the card, it's going to be a banger of a match. My former rival, uh, Blackheart, well, I don't have a beef with Blackheart. I just beef with Leo Russ. Uh, Blackheart Leo Russ goes against Jordan Oliver. Uh, that's tomorrow, actually, Friday. I thought it was Saturday. But, yeah, at 8 p.m., I'm definitely going to be watching that. But we watch all these matches. We watch the screen break. Um, and who else is on the card? I'm trying to see. You forget in Virgil. Uh, and he's also threatening to whip your ass. Virgil make an appearance. Make an appearance. He's threatening to whip my ass. Maybe next year's WrestleMania will have that happen. 
Rain skinning on Virgil. Also, on the card, it's going to be Masada versus that rat bastard, Agus Cooper. He's going to get his ass whooped. I can't wait till those barbecue screwers go in. And we can't forget the youngest and uh, talented group of wrestlers that I was in the ring with. Uh, shout out to Big Show Brand. Make me, you know, make me have a partnership of that going to start. Big Star Brand and that team. Uh, Billy Stars against Starboy. They're both talented uh, individuals that they are. And the last match is going to be a six man luchador match. Uh, shout out to the Lucha Man. You know, he was on the podcast. Wait, man, wait, wait. Let me, let me do that one. Shout out to Gringo Loco, man. I see you doing your thing, man. Congratulations on the spring break, man. Always a good homie, man. Continue. Yeah, he's a good brother. He was, you know, he said was, he came on the podcast. It was a good episode. It's gonna be a banger match. It's gonna be probably the opener. You gotta get them hot. You know, gotta get the crowd hot for it. Uh, so many people I have seen, but I don't know. So many people should be even new to me. I'm a mad fan of independent wrestling. So be Black Taurus. I know him. It will be Hamas. I can't pronounce his name. Wait, Sorry, wait, 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 wait. Let's and, go. Let's uh, go back to Virgil. Leroy, you gotta get a ride, man. You got to get a ride down there. And that man called you out on fucking social media. And it was, you 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 posted an unrelated post and he commented right under it. You're going to have to face that man. You're going to have to show him what's, what's up, man. You can't, you can't, the disrespect, the disrespect, Leroy. We'll work something out. I'm trying to, you know, work something out. You know, work something out now. Get a ride and get your ass down there and smack Virgil. I'll get a bus ticket, get somewhere to stay, and so I can go up there and smack no, the shit you get out a bus her. ticket. You you're gonna show up at like Monday. <laughs> Uh, you said Monday? Yeah, by the time you get there. Yeah, by the time you get there, collect it over with. That'd be time for Monday yeah, night run. Yeah, if I got there now, it'll be over. You might as well Let's apply go. for a job for WWE. You're going to be there uh, on Monday. Nah, I can make that happen, Leroy. Nah, you can apply for a job at WWE. You be, you be uh, the champion for them. Uh, anyway, let me get on with this. Uh, uh, Laredo Kid... Uh, Dragon Blaine and uh, Oros, Eros, Eros, I can't pronounce this guy's name. Um, Aries, yes, I said Aries. It'll be a great luchador style match. I love that style. It's a six man lucha tag, all star stravaganza. Shit's gonna be wild, ridiculous, and more. Like, it's more stuff that they didn't even announce. So, I can't even wait for spring break. So, yeah, it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be awesome stuff. Once again, shout out to Tyron Vendetta and uh, Jack Price, aka DTA, for doing their damn thing in Tampa. They, he, like I said, he did a chitty chitty bang bang with his sister Jack Price off the semi truck uh, bin onto the wrestlers. Some really wicked shit. Oh, shout out to him. Shout out to him. Also, since we shout out people's friend, shout out to all the new sound people down there killing it. Shout out to Carmen Michaels. Shout out to uh, shout out to everybody on the new sound wait, wait, roster that's out there. Wait, 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 what is the Carmen Michaels? Carmen Michaels is a ring announcer for New South. 
Okay. So shout out to Conrad Michael. Shout out to shout out to shout out to Mose from uh Killer Be Killed. Click uh wait, 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 shout out that? to Brett Ice. No, Mose, the commentator for New South. I'm shouting out the whole crew, you know. Shout out to my whole uh, roster members. Also, shout out tomorrow, 11 a.m. Big uh, Effie's Big Gay Bruns, Dylan uh, and Kenzie Page make their tag team debut. Uh, and also, shout out to my boy Hunter Drake. I saw him earlier today. If I can slay that shit, I hope they bring the tag team back of Ted Dragon Knights. You know, I uh, becoming one of the best in the country, you know, going to be on that level of game changer one day. I'm looking forward to it. So shout out to them. Hey, shout out to Fry Daddy for uh, the janitor gauntlet match he's going to be in. <laughs> uh, see who picks up the most trash, you fucking piece of garbage. <laughs> I guess he's competing against Rich Swan. Actually, I, that'd be Rishwan career suicide. There's <laughs> nothing more suicide than that hair. Dude. Also, also shout out to AC Mac. Shout out to AC Mac and shout out to uh, MB Young. Uh, they both call me to match. Shout out to Pineapple Pete. Shout out to Shug D. He's not as powerful Pete no more. Shout out to Shug D. I look forward to training with you again, my brother. You know, he's out there uh, doing his thing. He's going to be back and beyond wrestling. Go check that out on IBTV. You know, I don't watch wait, wait, wait. it. You know what? Well, since we're doing shout outs, shout outs to Enzo Amore. Oh, yeah, shout out to Enzo. Hey, 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 congratulations to Enzo and Leo Rush. I don't know if you guys seen it. Uh, the Heat remix. Actually, the theme song of this. Uh, this great podcast, by the way, you can get it on Spotify. Um, uh, the the the, uh, the video, fire, nice, I love it. Why we? I don't co-sign that. Why? Why are you co-sign that? I mean, you can't deny Enzo's uh, right. He came a long way with Leo Rush too, man. Hey, hey, they got good music together. No, I'm not. I'm not disregarding that music. I actually like. I do like Leo's part and stuff. I know you but, ain't you know, agreeing with these no marks because because I know you ain't talking about that damn picture shit. I'm just saying. Hey, listen, you marks, man. I'm, I'm getting tired of you, marks, man. You always got something to say, man. You, I said this last week. If you got, if you want an opinion, go enroll into a pro wrestling school. Take a bump or two, start a podcast, then talk your shit. But you can't back up the shit right now because you ain't shit. So shut the fuck up. I like this heat. Also, also, I say this. Fuck the haters. That's all I'm going to say. No, fuck the marks, Leroy. Just call it as it is. Fuck the marks. Those smart marks. I would say fuck somebody, but you know what the thing is is like you know when you sit at the mountain top where the no, and the lightning strikes, <laughs> you have nothing but roaches under your feet. Idiots like Fry Daddy in the state of Ohio reeking in the cesspool of their own filth. And you know what? Life is good over here as the belt god. Shout out to the women of the Dominican Republic because I will be there next month. 
and the ladies have shown me a good, 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 good preview of what I can come, what, what I'm going to be coming to. And you know what, Not boys? I, I've decided to share with you, boys. If you go back and review our uh, our group chat, I decided to share with you guys what I'm going into uh-uh. down there in the DR. Uh oh. Life is very good. Hold Life on. is very good Hold for the belt god. I have to look this up now because uh Life is very good for the belt god. I was hoping it's not the conversation before <laughs> we started the podcast with party money. <laughs> uh, uh Life is very good when you're the belt god right now. <laughs> party Mar's gonna wake up. Oh, oh my. Oh. oh yeah, oh yeah, sweet Jesus! Oh yeah, oh my! Hey man, hey 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 hey, is it is it room for one on... more? Yeah, hey. yeah. Yo, I gotta... I plan... listen. I plan on having sex with at least 12, 12 women down there. Damn. Okay. Hey, there there is no exaggeration. To what's Jeez. happening right now? Yo, the bus it oh, yeah. doesn't stop. The party it bar doesn't is- stop. It does not stop. Party bar is gonna wake up. <laughs> party bar is gonna wake up and see this. He gonna want to do himself. <laughs> oh my damn. Oh my damn. Yeah, yeah. Oh my. Y- your boys, your boys see what's happening. We'll see what's Only top, I'm going to say this. If you guys, you guys ain't getting see this, but the only top notch ladies for the nasty team. I'm only top notch ladies for the nasty oh, team, baby. When I go down there to the, the Dominican Republic, it should be an international incident. <laughs> We're flyness and sexy and sex appeal, and they got a whole lot of sex appeal. Oh yeah, they got a whole. I, I agree. I agree with this. <laughs> I didn't mean to laugh. I'm sorry. I'm just. I got Marty's reaction picture in my head right now. Uh, you, you know, you know what party Marty's gonna. Oh my God, Luna. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'll spit that damn Irish car bomb out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so shout shout out to these beautiful women in the Dominican Republic. I will be down there for a weekend, you know, three days, you know, four women a night. That should cover my 12 quota, you know what I'm saying? And uh, should be a good time. Hey, Bill, guys, that, that gives me an that gives me an, not only an idea, but it only brings up a point. See, a lot of people think that I'm capping about the lifestyle that a Nash team lives, and this only brings a good point that this is not cap. This is this is real life. This is real life. It's the life I say about it, and we talk about it, and we do it. That we be in it. That we are when we come through. The people know our names in Magic City. And hey, you know what the thing is, we, it's, it's ironic you say that because 
I talked to the beautiful Brianna the other day. And, uh, That's Gabby. Yeah, a gorgeous, gorgeous girl. Um, the thing is, she was saying how she was proud as she remembered, like you told her that you wanted to be a wrestler and stuff. And she's like, you know, she, uh, she, she couldn't believe, like, you know, all the stuff that's happening. She said she's seen you you know, traveling and doing your matches and stuff. Because, you know, she did fuss at me, like, you know, how come why I haven't been to Magic City in a while? And, you know, it's just been a while. It's been a while for the nasty team to be at Magic City. I sent her my DCW debut uh, footage. Yeah, my clip. So she definitely, she definitely had to have been talking about that because she did. We had a real good conversation about your match and stuff. So... Yeah, so, hey man, it's a good time, brothers. Hey, so after listen, after I hit the Dominican Republic, I'm going out to Colombia. Then I'm going to Brazil, and then I might go to Cuba. Sounds good. I'm on. I'm on my last hurrah tour. Nice, nice. Oh, will you will you tell people the the last or was it her last hurrah? And like last hurrah tour means that I am on my tour of debauchery. Before I retire and get a girlfriend. Now, now, he's said this before. Lies. You said you was gonna retire, but you never retired. You just lies. You're Leroy. You gotta stop talking like this. People are going to drug test you at these facilities. <laughs> Keep talking like this, okay? All right. Oh, shout out! Shout out to the beautiful Rosa for coming back too. Shout out to the beautiful Rosa. I miss my I miss my little booby. I gotta definitely come down there to the uh, the ATL and uh, party with you guys pretty soon. Oh yeah, I, I miss uh, we, these. We 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 was talking. Uh, I think it was yesterday or day before. Brown was like, this is the women in Flint, and like, man. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. We, I, we can't talk about the women in Flint right now. <laughs> That's an offline conversation. You trying to get me gassed. All right, all right. This is what, what, what I'll say. I'll, I'll clean it up. I'll say that Brown been wanting to see the city. He's been wanting to hang out with the Nash team. He's been wanting to. You know what? Fuck it, I'll say it. I'll say it. The women in Flint look forward to all right? That's all I gotta say. The women in Flint are for it tough. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, since you said it, yeah, he be out here with some booger wolves, okay? And he wants to go where the top nine ladies be at. Oh where my we God, be it at. is some ugly ass. <laughs> he wanted, he wanted, he wanted to go. He wanted to go where, where the Nash team only has top notch ladies. And listen, I forgot this about lifestyle that we live and I talk about. This is real shit. This is real Yo, shit. The women, Flint, the women in Flint. The women in Flint look like that? the women in Flint look like they wake up singing biscuits and gravy. <laughs> Throw Baby back a little bit. <laughs> I love that reference. <laughs> oh, I actually was a fan of that tag team, so I love the reference. Hold on. This, this is a video of my, my baby Rosa. <laughs> I don't know if we can play it on the podcast. No, 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 no. You, you can't. You can't play it on the podcast. The girl in the red hair, that's one of the other girls from the Dominican Republic. But this last one is the beautiful Rosa. Damn, who says, God, damn. 
or else she calls me a troublemaker. Yeah, I was in there with that conversation. You, you troublemaker, you going in gym and you, you start trouble. And she's so she's so damn Spanish that somebody called her a gym rat and she got mad because she thought that they were calling her a rat. <laughs> said, no, we had to add it, clean it up, and say the gym rat is a good thing. She said, "I am not a rat." I said, "Wow." Wow. I said, "No, gym rat means that you're in the gym and you focus on your fitness and you're in there a lot." So I'm gonna be in there a lot. <laughs> All right. So we'll get to that time when we get our shit in. You know, uh, what I mean by that, we can do our social media plugs. Um, do anybody want to do the uh, the traditional Party Marty uh, uh, promo towards our truth? You know what? No, I think we should save that for, like, the special edition. Are we doing something for WrestleMania? No. <laughs> I don't think so. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't think we do anything for WrestleMania. Uh, I think our next big show, like a uh, like you know event, probably be around my birthday and probably Christmas time with Christmas Mayhem too. Hopefully that that Christmas Mayhem too can be in Atlanta probably. Hopefully. That's tough. That's tough. We can't talk about how disappointed we are in WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think I think uh, I think uh, I think for one I think for I think this would need to be a special return of the Nancy Rally podcast for that to be happening so you can go in. Wait, no, for WrestleMania? Yeah, you want me to bury WrestleMania? Also- no, 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 no. I think we need to. I think we need to do uh, a WrestleMania. Uh, slash collective review. I think that would be good. Well, you're right. Just tell me your goddamn social media accounts. <laughs> All right, you can follow me. You can follow me on uh, official nationally on Instagram. You can also, you know, if you want to cop a pro and you want to go on cop one of my nasty merchandise, person tees uh, slash nationally uh, new merch coming out. Um, so yeah, uh, this, Twitter this week, right? Yeah, this week. Uh. Um, Nancy Media Church and more shows to come. Uh, Just gave away the whole like surprise shit. A great job, Leroy. <laughs> yeah, my bad. Uh, but more stuff to come. More stuff to come. Bye. Oh man, uh, my Twitter, my Twitter, uh, that Nancy Leroy. Uh, um, and then uh, sometimes I'm in the I'm in the Discord. I got a Discord actually, the Nancy Nation Discord. So. If you ever want to come in and talk, talk wrestling, talk life, can. Uh, I think that's about it for my social media. All Other right. than that, you know. Bill Gott, where can they find you, sir? You can find me and leave me alone. Um, <laughs> you know. If you, want, if you want to contact the Bill Gott, just hit Vaughn or hit Vaughn up. Hit up Leroy up and, yeah. And that works. Yeah. That <laughs> he's not a people person. What I am I not a people it? person. I, I, somebody hitting me up constantly right now. Some Mark, I have not even remotely wrote them back. It wasn't Mark. I just sent you guys like another female. No, nah, it's another Mark. It's, no, it's not you. It's a it's a Mark. <laughs> well, you mean a, you mean a female? Yeah, I 
being a fan. Okay. A Mark, so anyway. Leroy. A Mark. Oh, that's a fan. Mark. Uh, All right. So if you want to go ahead and follow this great podcast. He's not going to plug his social media. But if you want an asking requirements, then we are freezing applications. So there's no more. We're freezing. We're free. We're not taking no more memberships. So that's what I mean. We're not freezing applications. You can plug right. if you want to. We're right. we got a website. You could have got your shit in when you was doing, when you was getting your shit in. It's my time to get my shit. I'm just, in. I'm just speaking for the belt. <laughs> Go ahead, get your shit in. All right, man. If you want to follow this great podcast, you can follow us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you get your podcasts. Just make sure you type in eight one zero Pro Wrestling Podcast. And if you want to follow our new page, thanks to fucking Larry Lariat, uh, 810 Pro Wrestling Podcast underscore. And if you want to come see me on Twitch, twitch.tv, Villain Avon. And if you want to buy a t shirt from me, uh, prowrestlingtees.com slash badnewswine810. And you can get yourself a whole bunch of t shirts. And a face mask. Uh, this is Bad News Vaughn, Nasty Lee Ray. Oh, oh. Shout out. Not shout out, my bad. Uh my you know, my Twitch, I forgot. My Twitch, you can follow me even at our broadcast. Get my shit together. You can't mention that when you're uh, the shit in, Lee Roy. See I you next week, folks. Push me to the edge. Never gave a fuck about nothing that I said. Now I'm making profits in these streets, no red cup. I've been going hard and I swear that I won't let up. Fuck a final match, yeah, you know that I'm back. Got a couple haters, so we gotta get the strap. Push me to the edge, yeah, I'm on fire. I will not stop until I find ya. You fucked up once, now you're gonna die young. Yeah. Push me to the edge, yeah, I'm on fire. Yeah, I think we're pretty decent I am not alone, I got Enzo in the back We some real ones, certified, that's facts I am fed up, but I'm trying to relax Had to get a bow with my foot up on the dash String me like a puppet, all that shit is in the pretense Used to hold me down, now I party every weekend Did what I could, but you had to find a reason M-O-T-H, don't try to pretend Out for revenge, forming an allegiance Had to level up, can you hear me? Push me to the edge, I'm on fire. I will not stop until I find you. 